I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The UFC is back at it in Sydney, Australia. UFC 293, the pay-per-view you've been waiting for. Pre-game preview. Well, you go have a beer. Oh, God, stop. Nightmare blunt rotation. We're back where we belong doing a pregame preview. We can't get up on the roof today, so what, roof. what I wanted was a little remix to the set. Some mood lighting, maybe stand us up, spin it around, because at the end of the day, men will talk real talk like men do. Thank you. Yeah, that's Reggie Jackson. He's, <laughs> he's defined my life. I just want those men to just look a little different, be a little more comfortable, maybe be a little bit edgy. Like something's gone to give, and I'm a little bit angry. It's oh a bummer you're not feeling good. You know, I can oh. tell though, Looks, I can see it in your eyes. Yeah, right about that. You are either high, yeah. sick, yep. sleep deprived, That's right. or guzzling Pepto-Bismol. These are the four modes I've seen. Can you be all? Some of those, yeah. Some of the Pepto has like played no role in my life these days. So that part I've fixed. Hey, we should probably have a start drinking. That was very good. Brian Campbell got full blown air. On Saturday, September 9th, and maybe you can call it September 10th if you live down under, <laughs> the UFC is back at it in Sydney, Australia. <laughs> well, that's a knife, right? UFC 293, the pay-per-view you've been waiting for, and the return of middleweight champion Israel Adesanya. I felt as co-host of the award-winning Morning Combat in this great vehicle we do called Pre-Game Preview that I should acquire the three greatest minds in mixed martial arts, Luke Thomas, Chuck Mindenhall back at it. UFC 293 with the only caveat, Luke, the only one that you would dig deep within yourself, look in the mirror, mm. and speak with real talk. Yeah. Like men do. Nightmare blunt rotation. Look at this. Look at, look at, I mean, you know, the, the Brits use the word geezers. They just, I don't exactly know the way they mean it, but I have a feeling it's this, <laughs> dude. Three motherfucking geezers. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. look, not a thing cool look about this, this picture guy, except the set. This guy includes himself on one of the, the greatest minds in MMA. So yes. There's three of us. Yes, he includes I himself. That in. Thank and then you, you call me a geezer. I haven't had a chance to talk yet. What's this is all right. What's up, good, What's up, guys? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Thanks for having me back. By way of Colorado, as yes, you pronounce correct. it. Right? Col- you you Col- do that Colombia. Chicago thing that yeah. people do. Col- Connecticut, Connecticut is a shithole. Can we be honest? <laughs> Wait, there's two Connecticut guys over here. I mean... And obviously, if you're looking nobody at this, yes, it is. This, nobody likes this material, and I want, to, I want you all to know I understand that, and I don't care. I'm well, gonna, here's the deal. I'm going to so, keep doing it. You normally, can't even offend those people in Connecticut. Normally, we would fill this space, Chuck, as you already know, with great fight talk, great yeah. banter, great breakdown and predictions. But one of the enduring themes about UFC 293, we can't lie during this tumultuous 2023 calendar year, 
<laughs> this card ain't deep, brother. It ain't deep at all. It is top heavy to the tits. Yeah. Chuck, can you give me an opening grade on 293? D plus, C minus, something like that. I mean, some of the fights may end up being okay. Like, you look at them and you see the potential, but in terms of name value, hype, things like that, it's not too good. Where are you on the idea about how the UFC kind of managed this card where they didn't have a headliner till lay? They wanted, obviously, to be Drickus with Whitaker, and I actually did an interview with the uh, submission radio guys, and they brought up a point. It's like, should the UFC have done the Whitaker-DDP fight in Mm. 293? It would have diminished one card, but... Dude, this card could have used that. That's true. They could have used that yeah. fight. I mean, we, look, a lot more sense. we've been extra critical for a lot of things UFC this year, but we always perk back up when the fights deliver. International Fight Week delivered. UFC 291 in Salt Lake City had some big moments. We're just coming off a big pay-per-view. Could this card overachieve? Yeah, they all could. They all could. Even all those yeah. in-between fight nights that have been crappy this year. But on paper, this one, I know you got UFC yeah. Noche two weeks later. On paper, this ain't, or maybe one week later. On paper, this just ain't great, Chuck. It's not, and I'm not sure that Strickland is the guy you want in there. I think he's been in, what, five different five-round fights, and four of them have won the full five rounds. So mm-hmm. uh, you, you, can see a, you can see the path. And remember, Israel Adesanya, before he had this uh, Alex Padetta series, was starting to get accused of being a little boring, too. Like he has, You he know, but by of... one bald member of the media, Chuck. <laughs> so we'll see. Okay. You know, we'll okay. see. It is about Adesanya. It is about his return. I was going to ask, though, like, what is it, the main reason this fight under, under or the fight or the card, the main event or the card, in, it underdelivers on what grounds to you? Specifically, what about it? I could see a scenario. Although I think that Strickland is a forward guy like he's a pressure guy he's going to bring the fight if it turns into one of those things where izzy is waiting to counter the whole time or something like that where it's just being reluctant to engage kind of like the cannoneer thing or you know those type of fights i could see it kind of like shevchenko in the carmouche rematch where she was just willing if you're gonna fight that way i'm just willing to go 25 minutes with you and take home the w we don't want that one played out like if you were throwing punches in there and right about here we certainly don't want that (laughs) so we can we can blame ddp for this fight with strickland right now happening although i don't hate the fight style wise like it's going to be somewhat interesting from strickland's obnoxious you know usually rapport in the build to a fight toward fight night but should we also blame another man for this fight happening right now not a plane, a train, or an automobile, a bus. Uh, Abus Magomedov, he didn't necessarily lay, lay an Aldana gone size egg in that fight, but it was a little shocking that he got railroaded in the way he did, and that catapulted with good timing Strickland to the top, to the title. Here we are. I think all of this plays. Don't you think? I mean, when you look at all the potentials that could have happened, you end up kind of getting a consolation, I feel like, in this situation. You already mentioned DDP, like... That might have been the fight that people... That was the one that was in the imagination first. I think Sean Strickland, it feels a little bit like he's a mandatory in a weird way because he's just... He's there and he's the guy. And and, uh, I think that the lack of competitive nature, I think a lot of people kind of see it like Vegas does, which is that Sean Strickland probably won't put up much of a fight. You know what I mean? So I think when you factor all that in, something, some of the luster comes off of even from the pay-per-view, like, general buzz that you get from them. I think for me, BC, the way I look at it is uh, there are some good parts about it. 
Uh, but the biggest thing that I think undercuts it is like these two were never on a collision course. They they clashed at press conferences, but they were up to this point categorically in like pretty different parts of the division. Is he as the champion or, you know, obviously only in title fights and showing like on his way up, but, you know, having setbacks that were noteworthy as well. But he stays active. He like does UFC solids. He fights at the apex. He's reliable to like short notice. And he is a technically proficient fighter. I think for the most part is a very, he's a good fighter. He's a, he's, he's a fighter certainly worthy of um, a lot of respect. But I think, like, when I just, like, look at this fight, it's like, I just, I literally am not even sure, like, what path he could take to win. I genuinely, right. you know, put up a fight, yes, but win? I honestly I mean, don't know what that would be. off the top. He got here by the fact that Izzy mm-hmm. has already cleaned out this division, like, kind of multiple times. He, so there's a lack of fresh opponents. He also got here because they gave him somewhat of a soft tune-up, get-well fight against Abus Magomedov. And to Strickland's advantage, yeah. he railroaded him. He took him out of there. He absolutely broke him and finished him. But do you feel like because Izzy came out publicly and said, well, for this fight to actually happen, Strickland had to agree with the <laughs> UFC not to embarrass the brand. <laughs> One thing that oh, we man. know that we'll typically get, well, if Strickland eventually faces Adesanya, at least we'll get a crazy build. If we don't get a crazy build, is this entire thing a failure? Oh, I think, I don't know if it will be a failure like that. Well, first of all, didn't the fight sell out? They did it not sell out before they even knew who the headliner was? I mean, UFC just, no matter what, seems to have strong yeah. ticket demand wherever they so go. So it's in, in a strange way, I'm like, it depends on what we want to consider a fail. Will, will it be a dud? It could be. Um, but I think it would be more based on on the on the way the fight plays out than the lead-up. I don't know. What what are you expecting from this type of build-up? Like, what could Everyone I know happen? is like, can't wait for the press conference. Yeah. yeah. Everyone everyone I know is but saying what, that. But what know. do people want to see? Because if we're, we, we kind of criticize Strickland for almost being over Dude. over the line, over the threshold of taboos. One token like, over the line, sweet okay. Jesus. Yeah. People, people hate that I... Uh, argue this line, but tell me it's tell me it's wrong in this particular case. At a bare minimum, people want to see Sean Strickland for reasons I don't fully <laughs> just whatever, but they exist. But they want to see him sling arrows at Izzy. They want to yeah. see him verbally get taken down a peg or two. But I think most yeah. people realize, skill for skill, you know, it's this is a tough challenge yeah. for Sean but, Strickland. Well, Strickland's got to play his role, and I mean, and I know that's a cloudy statement to make because this is not pro wrestling. You are, though, required to sell a fight. Even if Strickland has limitations based on, like, UFC saying, if we're going to put you in the marquee and you ever want to have a chance to, you know, fight, to be a star here, don't do this and this, and, and to, hopefully he won't. But he needs to say all that stuff. Question Izzy's toughness. Question his resume. Question all this shit. Get, try to get in his head so that if he does get splattered, which is the yeah. better's expectations, that's sort of the full cycle of a fight, right? You, you pay to see the villain get taken in some way. <sighs> Are you? I, I want to ask you guys this because you seem you seem to both agree that Strickland's in over his head here. Do you give him any shot? Like basically, I think that his thing is to break you. We were just mentioned that last fight. Yeah. You don't think he can break a guy like this mentally strong as Izzy, and and then style wise, you get into the styles of the fight. Like you don't think that he brings anything to the table, dude. And also, I just I mean, dude, there's a big gap in. Um, Footwork ability between the two. Yeah. Like a big gap, a big, big gap. And what did we just come off of? UFC 292 or Aljamain Sterling? We talked to Matt Frivola today, like whenever people will see, it's no big deal. But yeah, so we just should just be honest on certain levels, even if you want to respect Sean Strickland's fighting abilities, we're not asking you to care about anything else, just his actual fighting abilities. They're strong, but even then, the things he relies on 
dude, I mean, just think about it. There's basically two gears he can play, right? People killed him for the Pereira angle because he was driving in on yeah. a guy and using his hands for defense. He has this kind of style. What is he? This way. So he, he has this one hand up, and he kind of holds this one around here. And you see him bring his hands up and, like, try to catch with a lean and whatnot. Is it almost a shoulder roll? Almost A little bit. There's a little bit going on. But the point I'm trying to make is uh, he, he transfers defense a lot. Like, the movement is all part of it. And Poetan got him to do it. Like, what makes you think – is he could not do exactly the same, yeah. but take advantage of the same kind of? That's exactly what he specializes in: traps, yeah. tricks. Is it the Alex Pereira fight though? Say that didn't exist, and they're going into this fight. Would you feel different about Sugar? I feel like that's the one fight that we serve because most of his well, fights, right. even the split decision, was very. Because he hasn't yes. redeemed that yet. He's not a bad True. fight. He's a good fighter. He's a good fighter. But, he, but to be honest, he hasn't redeemed what the loss to Poetan meant, which is means you're stepping up to the t- yeah. to the fight before well, the is, title fight to that level. Look, Strickland got this fight by timing. DDP not being available, Abus Magomedov not being, not, a, not yeah. you know, and then the timing of just getting the call. But if you believe that Strickland doesn't have much of a chance here, then he almost has to just play the crazy villain to give to give this card what I it guess, needs. Man. Because this is as is this as weak as a pay-per-view card could be top to bottom? I know it's in a lot of ways playing to the oceanic <laughs> region. There's a lot of local fighters on there. Carlos Alberg's great looks are going to get showcased he's, all hey, over he's the globe. Together, he's putting yeah, he together is, respectable records. And record. he's on a nice run. That's one of the rare sort yep. of like, I got to watch they that They always kind of bury him. Is he, he's at least on the main card, right? I like believe, I'll okay. double check, but okay. I believe that's no, correct. Forever, well, they haven't identified that yet. He wasn't even part of the showcase. you know. But I do I do think the UFC views him as a priority. I think are just a little bit cautious. Okay, but, some we, but we need Strickland then to do his role and and yeah. help selling the fight. Is there any access though, or not access? Is there any chance? Is really what I'm saying that because the DDP upset of Robert Whitaker opened this door to the likelihood that DDP and Izzy would happen, and then suddenly it's the who's the real African champion? All this hype. Is this a trap fight? Is there any elements of well, this that be, could be a trap of, fight? I feel that a little bit, but it's really because. Izzy just got through going through a series against a guy who I think put a lot of doubt on his name, took his belt, he had to go get it back. Obviously, he did that in spectacular fashion, but that I, you always wonder about that because you have now uh, the hype escalation and everything else. He's going home. Uh, there's a lot of things going on in his life. He hasn't struck me as the kind of guy who loses focus, but at the same time, they're always kind of trap fights when there's a guy that you're watching for in the future and you just got through something really big in the past. Here's how, here's how I explain Carlos Olberg is on the prelims. Oh, man. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, here's how I explain that. It's like a true professional, a champion, somebody like Izzy who has all these defenses and he's decorated, should they're almost like responsible enough to never have an off night. Or if they have an off night, right. they can repair it and not let it turn to disaster. But the reality is, I just don't believe, no matter how dedicated you are, that preparing to fight Robert Whitaker or preparing to fight whomever compared to somebody like Strickland, who's not quite there, but dangerous enough, but not quite that threat. Yeah. It ha- it's just like anytime there's an opponent change, it has to change the level of intensity that you were once preparing for, that you're that is true. used to. So that opens the doors for trap fights or big upsets to happen. But does anything in Strickland's makeup, it, the kind of upset that Juliana Pena had against Amanda, I guess in theory could happen to anybody. Amanda didn't have a great training camp. She got overwhelmed by the offense. She got worn down. She got exhausted. She got submitted. It happened. Okay? Yeah. Short of a disaster for Izzy, does Strickland actually have the game that, that if this was the trap night? Remember, Yoel Romero <laughs> at least to... had the threat of the strike, but Izzy was have to almost time be... picking him up, and it, and, it, and it was closer than it should have been maybe. Is there any element I, I of Strickland's game? I feel like the best – would almost be like uh, Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Payne in the first fight, where basically, whatever reason, 
Izzy is just not there. Like you're saying, he's just not there fully, gets heavy work early, and somehow it starts going downhill and he can't recover. And suddenly he's just in deep water. That's the only way I can see it, where somehow he's getting hit with stuff and he just doesn't have it, you know. But I don't foresee it. We haven't seen evidence that he will do that right. kind of fight. You know, He's I mean? the kind of guy who walks you down. He literally just yeah. walks you down, cross-stepping the whole way. He does other kinds of things with his footwork. But where does he do his KOs? Like all of his... Uh, you know, he, he he makes people like work a lot. And then it's all along, along the fence line. That's where he finishes yeah. guys off. He's a fence line guy. Dude, like that's hard to trap Izzy in places like that. Yeah. It's not what fucking would, easy. What um, would be your equivalent? Like obviously like in the middleweight division, the history of the middleweight division, you've had another champion, Anderson Silva. Where would you put, like what would be the equivalent of this challenge? Dave you know Manet, what I mean? Dave Manet. Mm. So, so the Patrick no, no, Cote, like, the Patrick Cote one. I was gonna say, yeah, okay, yeah. but the difference was Would Patrick Cote. Like Patrick Cote could bang. He had good power. Okay, is um, this very? Uh, it's the is the answer Talis Lightest or uh, the submission guy who missed weight? Uh, he's a coach. Oh now. God, uh, Luter. oh Travis Luter. Luter. Travis Luter. Well, Travis Luter actually is a. I mean, he's not the Michael Jordan of grappling, but he is a very. No, very I, good I'm not grappler. saying that you get to a title level, you're you're legit in some form. Yeah. But really, we're not giving him a chance, right? We're yeah. not giving him a chance. So I think, it, I think, I think it's the way I look at it is, if Izzy is not on his A game, I think anything's possible. But if he is yeah. on his A game, I just don't see what the how, how there could be a deciding stuff. factor yeah. for him. I don't know yeah. what that would we be. We get a drink update. I was doing coffee to start because I'm old and what I wanted to, but now I've got the IPA in there from from uh, <laughs> that you're drinking the yeah, same thing. Good, Luke's good. on the water and Delta Nines. Aguita, parcero. Aguita. Well, I haven't been able to tell. I'd say that much. Just to show the evolution of our bodies as now we can barely even stomach the alcohol that used to be the foundation of this segment and this, this gimmick that we do. Yeah, it started yeah. off as yeah. supposed to be a tailgate. What happened? It, it's, it's, uh, Dude, what what happened you. to us is probably the better, bigger <laughs> question. What happened pathetic. to us? Dude, we're pathetic fucking sacks of shit. You know, it's that TRT thing. What are we doing? I'm just, just wasting this is, this is a Just this sit is a on the idea. needle. Yeah, no, seriously, okay. dude. Drop Seriously. the vape and pick up the needle. I'll tell you what, right? when I was on vacation, dude, it was so fucking humid that I never had to use nasal spray the entire time I was there. Wow. It was like, the, dude, it was, I was like four days in, I was like, dude, I don't really, I haven't even fucking used it, man. It was, a move. it was heaven. Remember you told me three years ago you were so addicted to the vape that you would have one in the mouth and one in the nose when you were like, I did not tell you that. These are <laughs> lies. <laughs> one in the ear. These, are, these, are, these are lies. You sat on one and <laughs> it was grabbing that much, you know. You Brian were... Campbell can be reliably counted on to steer the conversation to buttholes, specifically the, <laughs> yeah. specifically the penetration the, of them. Yeah, it's the uh, um, Kevin Bacon type thing. Is this, if this is what it is on paper, which is a stay busy for Izzy. In fact, they kind of rushed this thing. It, it feels like it feels that like they kind the of rushed line. it and they forced it to Well, they, remember, they, they were, were waiting for his immigration, Sean Strickland's immigration status yeah. to be resolved just through the powers of government because there's an application process for the visa that he needs. We were all just kind of like waiting on the paperwork to yeah. get done. So, it, you know, the way they, you know, when you're waiting on the mail, I don't know how like, you know, spine tingling that is as action. So it kind of had a weird, and they're here kind of accidentally. Well, my setup was to say this would be an un unexpected final hurdle to get to what has suddenly become a big fight, which would be the Drikus Duplessis fight. Are those the only two middleweights left that Izzy should face, will face? Yes. Where are that's we? It. Yeah, on I think this right. fight, I think so. this, yes, this fight, DDP, and he should move. Uh, he, I think he so too. Done. I think so too. By the time he moves up, though. Could Poetan be holding the title? Yeah. No, no, right? You know, no, I don't know how you guys are seeing it, but there's a little bit of a, like, so you start to make the comparisons because they're still running parallel to each other. You're talking about Pereira. He goes up, he beats Jan, right? Like, he beats, obviously, Izzy was not successful in that. Now he's going against Strickland, who Pereira already beat in the first round, and you take these comparisons, right? They, they, they feel like they're still kind of 
playing off each other. Uh, if he's not able to kind of do something similar, if he's not able to make it look as easy, you know what I'm saying? It starts to it, it starts to reflect a little bit more on Ferrero. What he's saying, Luke, <laughs> is that this rivalry ain't close to being over with. No, I don't think so. The per per Pereira and yeah, yeah the, I think there's life in it still. I think I mean I mean also like you know this is a huge moment for Izzy. We've had this debate here a million times. How popular is he? How popular is he? Yeah. I really believe we have to say out loud again. My bias is well known here. You love he, the guy. Well, he turned a corner with that yeah. win over Alex. Like this is he the did. highest his popularity has 100%. ever been. I feel like he leveled up with that. I'm not saying he's Sean O'Malley. I don't know that. You, I'm not saying that, but I am saying it felt to me, it Chuck, did. as a skeptic 100. or someone who's a little bit like he leveled up. Yeah, he did. I think the whole thing boosted him. There was so much, and I think that this is necessary at some point. I mean, it, it's kind of like the Anderson Silva with Chael Sonnen coming around. You have to have a guy who's going to drag it out of you, right? Like it's going to be there has to be a guy that adds doubt to the scenario, and he got the guy, and it actually played out perfectly for him. Takes the belt, they have to do it again. Everything being written about, what you doing over here? Everything being written about. That's, the, how, that's how I use the bathroom. In, in, <laughs> He's taking a little in, spot. In, in Istanbul. Yeah, all right. Remember, I had to pay but one lira for one uh, piece of the phone book to go take it, to go take it down. <laughs> Yeah, but everything okay. being written about him was basically like, uh, this guy has his number, and it could end up being the Alex Pereira story in the end, because if he wins that last fight, all of a sudden you're like, no, this is just his trajectory yeah. watching, and he's the one running off That's with the it. Best. He freaking wins it, knocks him out, and then it's like, here we are, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think his stock went way up. It's just yeah. a, it's a human interest. And also, too. BC, last thing on this, Sean Strickland, you can say what you want about the necessity of the Mega Madoff fight or you know whether that was the right one to make. Dude, I, I'm not saying that Mega Madoff is a pushover. That's not my argument. But for a guy like Strickland, that was not super difficult work in general. You had to be careful, yeah. but it was not. It was it was as close as you're going to get to a tune-up fight. You know, and yeah. he's taken yeah. that right into this fight. That's like, true. I do believe he's going to be very ready for this, highly motivated. And as much as I've been dismissive of it, you know, there's been times where, like, you just don't imagine this is the guy that's going to beat the, 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 the man in this division. Like, yeah. you just, you know, you just couldn't believe it. Um, it happens when you least expect it. Is, so. it. is it a nightmare scenario if Sean Strickland goes into the to Australia, wins that belt, and suddenly you have this awkward champion who could well, embarrass the country? And then, dude, it like insults the country. <laughs> he better. I mean, seriously. If, if like, he wins is, it, he better not consider a babyface turn and, and be like, you know, oh my the, God. he that should, would not work he for should him. totally he has Bernard Hopkins in Puerto Rico that shit. Could right? he have like a Colby Covington Brazil moment, which was controversial and to a lot yeah. of people gross, but... Nevertheless, it put him on the map. On, um, for better for worse. It did. So it you, did. It you Aussies right. are savages. That's what it is. They say no, like no. You ever notice that? <laughs> no. I don't. No. Know, I don't know why they do that. It's uh, like N A U R. No. I w it would be one of the more unpredictable outcomes. I mean, nice, but big, it's big we should shape. season ourselves. We should to the idea that this is happening more often than not. The big upset, Pena over yeah. Nunes. Yeah. Usman it losing to Leon. And right. I'm losing a second time, by the way. Maybe it's not, I don't know, is that a monster upset? Well, yeah, the method that Leon did it, fifth round head kick, yes. Uh, Poetan just walking in off the streets suddenly and becoming right. the champion and knocking out Asani. It does happen. I fear that it would deliver a blow to Izzy's whatever this thing is, the sheen of, it's not invincibility because we've seen him lose, but there's the, the sheen of cool that he carries. Like it would somehow, that would, that would be a rough one. To lose this one, 
in Australia, and also you just got a rematch with the other guy, you know, and you're able to get through him. I don't know how they would play that, but it's just it derails so many plans. If it that would happens. be, yeah. I mean, I I think that Izzy's time at 185, provided he keeps winning, is is super yeah. limited. I, I think he wants that opportunity at 205 again, uh, and to, for it to go differently. He's been bulking up slowly over the years. Yeah. As I've seen him over the years, he's getting a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger. Um, you know, and I think he learned. He he learns valuable lessons from the fight with Blahovich. I think the one that the Blahovich that Pereira fight fought was good, but not quite the same yeah. Blahovich. Um, in any case, I do think it'd be devastating. But in, uh, either way, I feel like 205 is calling. Um, yes, even if, so. if you were to lose, you could almost consider that to be like the, the decision for next. Just, out, just, just you know? go do something yeah. fresh. Because what are you going to say? He can't rebound from difficulty? Like we know right. for a fact he can absolutely go to that yeah. place. Yeah, 34 years old is Izzy. This would be shooting for his fourth title defense, obviously the first defense of his second reign. For Strickland, it wasn't just straight from Poetan to Abus to here. In between, he lost a split decision to Cannoneer. In between, he came well, back and won, won a decision over Imavov. So, look, short of the disaster and the catastrophe in the early cut, or is he, you know, has a Weidman leg crack or just, you know, yeah. whatever. I mean, he's an efficient striker. I just that, don't think he can, I don't think he can, can, can land we with get volume. a game plan to victory that would shock us, that might surprise us? Not in Ganu wrestling gone that no one saw coming. Except for you, is that what? <laughs> yeah, I did see that one. <laughs> Woodley Till was also a big hit in my house. Yeah, you know, remember yeah. that time I put twenty bucks on the draw of Golovkin Canelo one because I knew it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was a good time. So what I'm what, really saying is, 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 is let, let let's carve a path. <laughs> I think honestly that it would have to happen the way I just said, where he kind of hurts him in some kind of exchange. He does put a lot of volume. He's a high he's a high volume guy in your face. Guy, and I think if he's able to effectively do that, the thing is the guy he's going against punishes aggression mm -hmm. so well that I'm like, I don't see him doing this. But for whatever reason, if he goes charging there and lands something and hurts him, overwhelms him, I could see a scenario there where he just hurts him and maybe all right, it, what is he's not the same at that point? What if it's the type of dedicated defecation, defecating? Wow, right what if the it's the hole. type of I am drinking now, so it's a I have an excuse. <laughs> what is the what if, what could happen? What if he targets the legs of Adesanya? And sometimes, even among elites, dude, who has he put out with leg kicks? Oh, here's what I'm saying though it's not about putting out. It's about it's about leveling, leveling the playing. Putting out, I thought dude, this was about. To, like, you're talking about Izzy, like the dude who's like one of the most proficient and effective leg kickers in the fucking. Yeah, game I know right who he now. is. This is about leveling the playing field. Ways that Strickland could be in this fight in non overly dramatic ways. He can, he, survive. Can, he withhand, he can absolutely survive. Can he survive long yeah. enough to carry out a plan? Like I think that. he can survive a plan. I don't think he can be a guy who can just survive and win. Yeah. Right. I don't think that he has to take risk. He has to really crowd him, really kind of go it's for true. it. And he that has, has been that's a highly risky style. Four times all the way to, through five rounds. I mean, that, there's something to be said that he's had the experience yeah. of the deeper rounds and he's able to. He's, I think he won three, and the only way he lost was the split decision. So, and he outstruck him by like 30 strikes in that fight. So, yeah. He's certainly shown that he can hang around. But it's a certain kind minutes. of guy. He just walks down. That's true. Able to that is play. true. That he's, is kind true. Of, he's, he's just able to like, uh, He just rolls with punches. He catches them. He he's not going to catch Izzy with 180 strikes like he did Uriah Hall or look what, uh, look what, He's not going to be able to do that. Remember the yeah. leg kicks that Poetan landed on Strickland? And like he went the jab to the the jab to the body is what set yeah. everything up well, with the hook. Like remember he was, the leg was, kicks that Poetan landed on Adesanya, which did play a role in catching him in their, absolutely. In their first MMA fight. Absolutely. But it's like you know, Poetan is a devastating leg kicker. Sean Strickland is a threat. 
threatening one, but I mean, he would have to do a lot of work, right? It has to be accumulative. So what <laughs> superpowers is he going to lean on? Cardio? Uh, he has fantastic cardio. Daring, his daring nature. To the extent, it's, nature. To the extent it's relevant. <laughs> uh, he has outstanding defensive wrestling. Uh, it's not going to the ground, right? Good strike defense. Like good, very good strike yeah. for the most part. Good, he has a good system that he works that is, for the most part, very effective. Um, he is well coached. He has an experienced, uh, excellent corner. I think that matters in close contests. Uh, I don't know that this will be one, but it can be a, it certainly be a difference maker in the moment. Um, and, you know, listen, he has a shit ton of experience. He has a yeah. shit ton of experience. So This is his 20th UFC, UFC fight. fight? Uh, this is what this I mean. This is his sixth in two years, like since 2022. This is not a bum. Like, don't, you know, I don't, I don't love his worldviews. Uh, not a lot of people <laughs> do. But if you're just evaluating him as a fighter, he, he commands respect. He's good. Yeah. Luke, will you allow his alter ego, Deshaun Strickland, who wears that black do-rag and shows up sometimes during interviews. Is that like C. Thomas Howell playing the lead role of blackface? Whether he's carrying the Hennessy uh, and we're all and, supposed uh, to like, be like, oh, that's funny. That one. Right. Let's hope he doesn't win for now. No, hey, I, I want him to win and be on your uh, room service diaries couch. Next. I want to see that. Next. That's what I want to okay. see. Yeah. Next, we'll see. Uh, um, <laughs> fi final thoughts on final thoughts on Adesanya here. Yeah. <laughs> final thoughts on Adesanya here. Uh, you expect a stoppage. If Adesanya is the heavy favorite, yeah. he is, and he is. He's got a many reasons for you to put your money in that side. Is it going to go the distance? I think if he's on his game, he stops him inside three. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so too because it's easy to imagine a scenario, kind of like what Pereira did with uh, with Strickland, where he just uh, he gets goofy for one minute. That's all it takes is one split second at react. He goes in there and does something silly, and he gets punished, and he's down. I could see this happening, you know, in this fight early. So, and I also think it does matter to Izzy on some level. To perform, you know, I don't think he really loved that three fights. You know, those three fights with Cannoneer, where he's yes. getting the, you know, he's getting the decisions. I don't think he really loved. He was that. labeled by so, by the knee jerkers as as boring, as safe, right. as all that. You know, that's what the Pedetta thing has revitalized, like yeah. his whole like sure. excitement level, commanding stoppage. Yeah. Um, so you know, listen, there's a way he shines here as potential, but again, Sean Strickland, yeah. it's hard to see what the path is, but MMA is fucking unpredictable, and if Izzy's not really, you know, focused. It would be madness. Really. Are you expecting madness. an aggressive call out? DDP, get your shit yeah. together. Are you expect? What do you? Yeah, expect? I, think I think he. So. I think he. I think if he gets a big ass KO, Chuck. Yeah. He's gonna say DDP and then two hundred five. I think he's gonna say both. Yeah. I think shit. so too. Oh shit. Oh shit. I mean, the DDP one's gonna. They, in the end, if he gets through Strickland, does it emphatically has this home crowd uses the mic? It ends up being a big hype machine for that fight, doesn't it? Like it just kind of adds to that whole thing. Yeah. So. I thought you were doing the. In the end, it doesn't really, really matter. matter. One thing, I don't know why. It doesn't really matter how hard you try. Hey, maybe one the only... One bar leads to two, you know how it is. Wow. Where's a home invasion shooting when you need one? Wow, wow, <laughs> all right. Hey. Let's go to the co-main event. Maybe maybe the only other story yeah. we're talking about on this 293 card. It is an interesting <laughs> storyline of heavyweight shoe-drinking, bar-buzzling, yeah. big-power-knocking... Bam, bam, Ty Tuivasa. Let's hey, bang. Hey, yeah. Tui, it's Hardy, right? <laughs> Let's yeah. bang, brother. So I like this. This is a tough fight. Alexander Volkov in his yeah. crosshairs. Tough fight in the situation for Tuivasa, which is two straight losses. Brutal one against Gon. Oh, my God. But then you package that by coming back so soon, rolling the dice. Was it Pavlovich that cleaned yes. it up, right? We're running, coming yep. back so soon. Mm-hmm. Not really thinking that decision through in my eyes, although that's who Ty Tuivasa is. Yeah. All, you know, as Matt Frivola's Instagram it's... says, all gas, no brakes. Yeah. That's who he is. But there's only so many times you can get knocked out 
in spectacularly against True. guys that are better than you. It is you. worrisome. Are we expecting some level of reinvention? Because if Ty, if Ty comes out and knocks <laughs> out Volkov, that's a reinvention. Man. But stylistically, his demeanor, maybe putting a shoe condom in or something before drinking out of somebody else's, like, soul. What? Yeah. <laughs> Still to nine's report. What are you talking about? Um, um, 17 first-round finishes combined with these guys. Jesus. So... If he's re this is probably the wrong fight for him to completely this reinvent is himself. Not a good fight. <laughs> no, great fight no, in terms of the fight. potential yeah. of yeah. action. Bad fight for him. It's a bad. It's it's a tough one. It's I know what you're saying. It's a tough rebound fight, and this is a, Volkov man being who he is. But I think it's because it's in Australia. He wants to fight in Australia. He performed there out of the gate really well. Does the shoes and all that? But the last couple times he's been there. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Didn't go his way, and right. I'm like, then you t you factor in kind of this, I don't know. I, I feel like it could be a little bit of a setup for him. and uh, But I feel like somebody's going to get – I don't feel like he's going to reinvent himself for this fight. I feel like he's going to go in there and try to, to win the way he wins. All right, look, I want to ask you this. Ty Tuivasa, in some ways – You is, have full-blown AIDS. Is mirroring – a, a almost like a new version of Derek uh, Lewis. And what's the biggest hit or miss on Derek Lewis? It's like if he's in shape and not in his back doesn't hurt and he tried hard, the last fight. then we know yeah. he can still pull in deep. Even in his late 30s, he can still pull deep, land the big knockout. He's still so athletic, powerful, all that. Does Tai Tu is Tai Tuivasa's top tier game dangerous enough that we can go into each Tuivasa fight saying, well, hey, if this is the night that he put it together like Derek Lewis, anything can happen. Or does he need that reinvention? I'm teasing Luke. I mean, when you look at the game technically, is there a hole, a major hole he can he can work on closing up that really could lift him to true contention? If he doesn't level up, which is possible, right? I do think he is talented. We know he's very young. He's obviously suffering some setbacks, but I I do think he has shown maturation, skill development, and so if he levels up, I think it's an interesting contest. If he doesn't, like if he is who we think he is. He is technically outmatched. He is dangerous because he can leap into position. Obviously, we know he's got tremendous KO power. Like, this, this is this is a thing. But he's quite hittable for people who have mm -hmm. great time and great accuracy and good use of range, which Volkov has really kind of turned into uh, at this point. This is maybe the best one we've ever seen, give or take, right? He's uh, He relies a little too heavily on the... You know the spirit and the heart. You know, like he's like, I'm, I'm going to show everybody that I can. You know, even take those punches and go yeah, through. Like it's not. And this is not a Modelo commercial. <laughs> this is real life, right? It is, man. But I think that that's been to his detriment. You know, it's just it's aging him very quickly to go in there and fight that. And guy. Just, I mean, I don't know. Listen, I, again, I'm not in any way being disparaging. I hope. I don't know what his financial situation is. I don't know what to what yeah, were yeah. the other factors that have nothing to do with like smart decision making about what fights you take and when that could have gone into it. But he did take the fight. That is a yeah. fact. And it was in terms of managing his career, uh, a really unforced error. It didn't need yeah. to happen. Again, not knowing yeah, what the yeah. broader circumstances no, might no be. No doubt about it. On the flip side, Volkov, here's what's interesting is I thought when he walked into that loss against Aspinall that it might actually be time for Volkov. And what I mean by time is he showed some great flashes. We know there's some limitations to his game, but like one of these days, he's still young enough. He's only 34. I thought he's going to put it together and really look like a heavyweight title contender and maybe even end up getting to that level. 
Then he got wiped by Aspinall. But what he's done in that same year and a half time off is a stoppage win over Rosenstrike and then that mm-hmm. stoppage win over Romanoff. Has he done enough to repair the, the times he has put his head above water at the elite level and come up short? Because I don't look at him as a gatekeeper in, in ways I look at a lot of this heavyweight division, which there, are, there is a lot of average parity in there. I think he's above that. But has he shown you enough? Because this fight might not actually show that to us, right? Because if he carries it from the outside and looks, I mean, but has he shown you enough on this comeback? Isn't it crazy that division, though, is so crazy? You can be, like, look at Arlovsky, how many times he's kind of down and out, and then he just kind of, all of a sudden, he's right back in the, the conversation. I think the victory would put him back in the conversation, but I think you have some tier structure right now. You know, with the Aspinalls uh, and the guys, so John Jones and the guys that are kind of Pavlovich, those guys. I'm not sure he enters that conversation, but maybe he's in that four or five range where he's he's right back there. So maybe he's a fight or two away from like. Being I mean, there. he wins this. He's he's a phone call away if they need him. That is from true. Stepping in, right? I, I would uh-huh. say that's probably true. I mean, three in a row in this division, especially when you when you K guy, you know, when you knock guys out like that. You know, you get the finishes. I think that that bodes well for your chances if they need you, you know? Luke, if his takedown defense can can be a consistent factor, can he win the UFC Heavyweight Championship? Or do I just think because he kind of looks like me that there's this weird doppelganger thing going on? Um, the, to me, I would say that the win that Aspinall has over Volkov is, I you know, disqualifying of his chances of getting a belt I think might be a little strong, but it's – not a great look if you're asking about title potential because it's not any kind of shame to lose to Aspinall. Yeah. But Aspinall just, you know, got the submission from half guard on top, got the takedown with relative ease. Like, Volkov has really improved a lot of his uh, physical abilities and his technical abilities, I think, is the biggest development. But he's big and kind of plotting and, relatively yeah. speaking, a little bit slow. Think about how fast and explosive a guy like Aspinall is. And he's technical. Like, that's always going to be a hard He's going to be you know? a sliding doors guy. I have a feeling at some point yeah. you'll look at it and say, like, if, remember the Derek Lewis fight? He's winning the fight, and then he just, at the very end, he's he's caught, he's beat. Was that, like, I mean, three seconds left in the fight? Like, something you ridiculous. look at that, and you're like, man, the guy could have already been there. And then he's slide, you know, I feel like he get, he's one of those guys, you know, gets the penultimate spot and then just somehow doesn't get there, and then he's That's right Curtis back behind. Curtis Blades' role, just so you know. That's well, true. dude, he that pushed Curtis Blades to the absolute limits and, um, you know, was overmatched wrestling, but, like, kind of proved – he is dangerous. Like, he certainly is worthy of respect. If you're asking just against the very best athletes, I do think his size limits him a little bit. All right. What would Tuivasa have to do to really surprise us? <laughs> um, I don't think surprise is the word, right? But I would just it's, – it's more than it would be nice to see him do, you know, a real um, thoughtful approach, yeah. a more thoughtful approach. Is sort of what I would like to see. I, th- I do think that there's always a time to kind of bite down on the mouthpiece, and he's good for that, but we already know that. What I'm saying is, can he go back to what we had seen a little bit before where you thought, okay, now he's starting to put it together. I, I, don't, I hope that that is not lost. I want to see that more than anything else. The surprising thing for me is he just doesn't take damage in getting it done, right? Because I feel like for him to get it done, he gets beat up. You know? dude, I, dude, that gunfight was a bite. Yeah. I mean, to be to be fair, he had him hurt. Yes. You know, it's like he has him hurt, and he could have finished that fight. It's such a roulette type of game, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And if he can engage you in it, he's always got a 50-50 shot. But the guys who are a little more skilled and know how to, to fight to combat that generally win that sort of well, thing. And also, it, Gon, by the way, against Tuivasa, remember, he's going to have fast feet as well, and he's yes. going to be able to, like, use footwork. I don't, yeah. th- I don't think you can expect Volkov to do, in terms of the nimbleness athletically, what a guy like Gon can do. Yeah, burning them. Get quick and nimble. Right. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Go you ahead. only know the white rappers? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Eminem. All right. Well, you know, 
Tui Vasta is going to be fun to see. Do you even know who else is on this card? I mean, I, I don't uh, know. You know, I do. Manel Cop's on this card in a flyweight well, bout either. with Felipe Dos Santos. Unfortunately, it was supposed to be Kai Car France, obviously. Yeah, yeah so oh, that's that, that, that 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 This is where that They got some bad in. luck. You know, yeah. they got some bad luck. That's bad luck. That's, um, you know. If rising, rising stars, um, we're talking about Carlos Olber. Yeah. Yes. And we're talking about a very good-looking man. But yeah. we're also talking a guy that's won three in a row, including what two I by knockout. Know, and this is not, it's not like, uh, what's, the, what's the kid's name they always put on the um, uh, the prelims in England? The 21-year-old kid. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. I don't. It, it is, it's an alliteration. Oh, Mekaya. Mohamed Mekaya, Mekaya, yes. He, uh... It's not like he's him, but it, somehow they have kind of a similar trajectory. They keep getting stuck regionally in these cards. Not that he's easy. I know that Olberg has fought elsewhere, but he's always kind of buried on this card. So this would have been a nice one for him to kind of it be boosted would have been. up. He actually has four wins in a row, three by knockout, and overall he's eight and one. We've only seen him fall to that knockout loss to Kennedy and Jekwu. I have the recall yeah. memory of a lobotomized Whoa. chimp. <laughs> He'll be taking on Jung Da-un. Um, yeah, should I mean put your put your stock in kind Olberg. of? Uh, I mean, I, I'm a little bit more. This is a showcase, then, right? Well, I'm a little I bit more interested in the post-fight DMs that he'll receive than <laughs> than the bonus, or you know, I mean, you could. There's different kinds I mean, of bonuses, Luke. You know, the company it, does. There's certain guys kinds. that it's just like little volleys. You know, I feel like this is one of those fights. You know, where they're just like, all right, go. This we're gonna slide the stake under the door. Go get it. You know. All right, let, let's pause for a second. We just had Matt Frivola in here. Spoiler alert, as we mentioned earlier on the on the room service diaries, and he's hitting this point. You know, Chuck, where he's. He's walking in just like the chance at big fame and money. And if he gets Patty Pimblett, holy shit. And, you know, Carlos Olberg, if he can, continues the win streak, he's going to be yeah, considered even at 32 as a lightweight, heavyweight prospect. But if we stumbled into a UFC run, <laughs> if you were just some average Joe in your daily life, and then suddenly you're Matt Favola and you get hot and you go on a run, Chuck... You just got to be laying pipe all over the country, right? Yeah, Get, yeah. Just, 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 just fucking. Just, yeah. I mean, yeah. you got to. Because you're going to have a window man, to be in that shape just, and be that cool. So I, we know Olberg's Johnny probably, Walker in Scotland, yeah, just. Olberg's probably got that whole island on lockdown. But if Chuck, if Chuck stumbled into a UFC career, I mean, you just. I felt like uh, Uriah Faber back in the early days when the, when he came over to the UFC and all that. Was mm-hmm. walking around basically like Hugh Hefner, you know, with the. Jammer robe and remember when Strikeforce had shows at the Playboy Mansion? That was yep. the thing. oh, that's right. Remember when Uriah Faber to told us he never had an issue with getting ladies, so it never yeah. mattered. Yes. Yeah, he was yeah. like, yeah, it didn't really change shit. I still You're just like, get hey. asked constantly. I was like, oh, like you think oh, right. if you yeah. could have been like a Backstreet Boy for like an hour, you could have really oh, made God. that sixty minutes work for I you. I would have know I mean? made the most of that sixty yeah. minutes. I'll tell you <laughs> yeah, that, that was you know that's gonna have time. <laughs> Play that right, you can get a nice house in Florida. Yeah, you can live all right. Oh yeah. Well, speaking of other fights on this card worth watching. Chuck, am I just a dick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Or am I just addicted to you? Yeah, yeah, that's where it is. Uh, What else do you want to say about UFC 293 or Australia or Sydney in general? Ever been, Chuck? I've never been to Sydney. Um, But I... I, No. No. No, there's not really much else to say about the card. All right. I mean, I I think... um, You've got to be real at the end of the day, Luke. uh, Hey, listen. uh, MMA's all... You know, MMA MMA has real volatility. I mean... You never see it coming. And... Uh, it's, it's such good. a cheap thing to be like, yeah. but it could turn out to be a good card. So you know, pay because eighty-four like, dollars for that. It's true. I know it doesn't. But have, it's just it's, yeah. al- it's always in prospect, right? It's always yeah. like you're always looking at card when it goes in. Does it compel you to watch? I don't know that there's a lot on that besides I mean, that top. We got a Justin Taffa Austin Lee yeah, rematch. That's a rematch. Someone, yeah, that's that's going to be. It's Parker it's Porter. Someone's going to sure. get laid out for sure. Um, you for know, sure. Jamie Malarkey and John MacDessie are. Uh, that's a fun scrap. That's a respect. That's a respectable scrap. Yep. Mike Matheda's back. Oh, yeah. uh, Blood mm-hmm. Diamond against uh, Charlie Radke, but does he win? Does oh, he ever win? one other note. One so. other note that the so. Aussies put me on to, uh, if you're just doing the math on this, 
is that if you look at the workload of the corner of uh, Izzy, uh, obviously Eugene Behrman, he is cornering six fighters wow. on this card. Yo. Six fighters. And my under, including the main event, obviously. It's a good payday. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a lot of work, but that's a lot of work. And also they're doing the, like, of inside stuff. of New Zealand or maybe Australia the day before, they have a, another kickboxing event, which he's also cornering a slew of fighters at. So he's doing that and then doing that the next night. Now, if anybody can do that, yeah. it's Eugene Behrman. Make no mistake about it. But I, 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 my only wonder is, BC, uh, is that too much of a workload, no matter how gifted a coach you are? Does I don't he know. Have I don't know the under him in that huh? gym. Does he have a lot of That's generals that can carry? Sure. Yeah. It's, I mean, it seems like, a, from what I can tell, a well-run operation. I want, I, I, there's no way to check this. I don't know how you did it, but that's got to be nearing a wreck. I remember when yeah. Greg Jackson would be like three making four, yeah, three or four, and we were making a big deal out of it, but six, that's a lot. I would check lot. Jedi Goodman's Twitter for that. Okay. That guy's got all the stats oh, on If not Jedi, get it for us, will you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Luke, you were able to stay awake for this whole show, so I'm happy. You did it. You smelt the microphone a few times. What'd you pick up? Uh, meth, amphetamine. I was ready to catch you, man, if yeah. you fell. That's all right. Uh, nose beers. A lot of nose yeah, beers yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. staff, that, the setup staff, yeah. Um, I, you know, just seeing my life flash before my eyes. Yeah, 44 no. has been great. It's been great. You've had a great run. <laughs> uh, we did say, Luke, as a tribute to Owen Hart, that if you did perish during this, we would finish the show. The show yeah, would go yeah. on. But, uh, um, I understand. The, I understand, yes. But um, I guess that'll do it for UFC 293 and this incredible breakdown of men acting like men. I do want to go to Australia. And being I hear, it's, I hear it's wonderful. Got to get over there. Now that's that flight though. Fuck that flight. That flight is the biggest. What would you do that, on that flight? Could you do that? I would have to take. Uh, you couldn't do that. Yeah. Coach. I mean, how do you do that sober? That seems like a horrible idea. You'd have to get drunk so. twice though. It's like 15 hours from LA. Um, I would. I would bring a lot of edibles. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Chuck, you're from <laughs> Colorado, yes. as they say, yeah. so you should know a lot about edibles. You know? Edibles, yes. Uh, we're fluent in edibles yes, out there. Yes. Yeah. Your old grandpa, Charlie oh, Mendenhall yeah. the first. Dude, you know? I want you to check out the old gummy bear. Yeah. <laughs> in, in in 2014, I I did a glory show as a sideline reporter, and it was my first time in Denver where weed was legal, and I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna go. Wait, when was it? I remember 2014. It was at the first it. bank you arena. Great, you had a great yeah, trip. Dude, I, I, it was the first time I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna go see this. It's gonna be great. And I went in there and I bought just a chocolate bar. That's it. And the guy I was like, how much do I take? He's like, just one block. And I tasted it. I'm like, well, this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Oh, no. One of these. So I had, the, I had like, I don't think I had the whole thing, but I had most of it. And then I went to bed and I woke up like 12 hours later and I called my wife and I was still high as shit, God. dude. High as shit. Wait, uh, is this, was that in Broomfield? Like, uh, near, yes. I remember it, seeing yes. you. First Bank Arena. Okay, First Bank Arena. First Bank Arena. Yeah. Was that, is he at a sign? Was he on that fight <sighs> or was it the next one? He was on, he actually fought there. So he was, was not, if him. he was, he was not one of the main attractions. Um, yeah. I think no. he might have been. Do you guys want to close with like a impromptu, doo-wop, karaoke type? Like, right. we'll, we'll play different what do you parts. Want, what do you want and, to sing? You know, yeah. um, boom, 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 Dude, did boom, I tell boom, you that the lead guitarist of Cannibal Corpse reached out? Come on. Yeah. This is this is a true story. Like I told it on MK. <laughs> the long story short is I kind of made a joke on the, the live stream for Spence Crawford. And that one of the, the, the dude, the lead guitarist, Eric Rutan, was watching and then yes. shot me an email. Get out. And then I showed him all the times I've like been to concerts and shit. He invited me backstage when they come back oh my around. God. You guys and How your rock connections. I love yeah, How great we, is this? You have great connections. So, uh, <laughs> you got That's any like, favorite bands, Chuck? Just shout them out, okay? Yeah, start, yeah, with, yeah. start with Ringo, okay? Here, maybe we'll yeah. get them on there. Yeah. I'm, seeing, I'm seeing Pantera in a couple of weeks. I'm pretty excited about that. Or what's oh, left man. of them, Luke. Yeah, there's only two that are actually part that's of the band. That's not a joke. That's accurate. Yeah, no, they yeah. the drummer got murdered uh, and on stage, and so did the guitarist. Matt Brown was there for at least. No, wait, the guitarist. Some dark also. matter down the stretch. Really. <laughs> All right, we'll see if this makes the the final uh, cut. But yeah. uh, fifteen minutes until show. then, for that was Luke Thomas on the far end. 
That was sleepy, right? Yeah, this is bashful over here, Chuck Minn and all. Yeah, be your boy, BC. Chuck, we can find your work all over the place. The Ringer? Yes. Ariel Helwani's um Ariel Helwani. Your new, your new working partner over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, we do the Ringer show after every pay-per-view and every Thursday, basically. Now it's kind of it's Wednesdays or Thursdays, but we do a all preview right. show. Does that C on your hat stand for Connecticut or Connecticut? Well, it's uh, interpretable, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brian. But it's interpretable. Uh, All it right, actually... uh, Chuck will be at uh, the Laugh Factory. He's got a harder five. A He's got a harder five <laughs> than McGregor at the weigh-in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Trump um, Connecticut sucks. This is probably where we're going to end it right here. Maybe even the relationship of those standing at the moment. But you know, we had a you're good run. You're holding it like you're doing a, like uh, a comedy show. All right. Yeah. Dude, finish it all. Love and hate, get it wrong, just cut me right back Back down down to size. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I really don't want to come back down from this cloud, but we're out of here, okay? I mean, just take it. Have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.